Hello and welcome to the first episode of Linkman Talking Podcast. I am Narek and I'm going to go through HIV AIDS with my guest today, Teacher Anna. Hello, Teacher Anna. Hello, Narek. I'm glad to hear you. Yeah, I'm glad to hear too. It's such an honor to host you today. Such a really difficult and tough topic, HIV. Yes, you're right. And I'm very glad to be your guest. Yeah, how was your day, by the way? Uh, not good, but <laughs> it doesn't matter because our topic is more important. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Anna, I think let's start with some basic definitions because it's really important. And then maybe we'll go more into some details. Anna, what do you think? What stands for HIV and AIDS? Okay, so HIV means human immunodeficiency virus. It's a virus that attacks cells that help the body fight infection, making a person vulnerable to other infections and diseases. Yeah, that's true. And what about AIDS? Uh, AIDS means acquired immune deficiency syndrome and it's the late stage of HIV. Yeah, that's true. And by the way, I was I was scrolling really whole information about HIV and I really read some about historical stuff. Do you know any facts about the uh, history of HIV? Um, the official fact about uh, HIV is that in 1981, uh, a man from New York, as far as I remember, was diagnosed with HIV and uh, the crucial fact was that he was a gay. So that's why uh, this disease was considered as a gay-related immune deficiency. Um, later, uh, it was found out that another man was diagnosed with that disease and he wasn't gay but he took drugs so scientists understood that it's not spread among just gays it's also spread is spread among people who take drugs yeah that's why the disease began to consider it as a pandemic yeah, correct. And then? And also in 1986, uh, a girl was diagnosed with HIV. Then scientists understood that it's a widespread disease and it was considered yeah. as a pandemic virus. Yeah, that's true. Crazy. You know, and also I was I was reading some information because I was really doing big research that I can be ready for our interview. Mm -hmm. And I wanted to add that scientists believe that HIV originally came from virus, particularly to chimpanzees in West Africa during 1930s. Can you imagine? So yeah, sometimes yeah, sometimes we do believe that we do believe that uh, HIV came from 1913s, 1913s, and uh, yeah. Also, I read that official information is that uh, first case is a 1981. That's true. And also, Anna, what's the difference between HIV and AIDS? Uh, well, as I have already said, there is almost no difference between HIV and AIDS. AIDS is just the late stage of HIV. So 
if you don't take any medicine so maybe in the end you will get AIDS but if you take yeah medicine... don't run away and uh, don't okay. run away just wait wait the treatment is our last <laughs> stage okay <laughs> yeah do you know any diseases that can be caused by HIV there are many diseases which can be caused by HIV and pneumonia is one of them uh, there are also different kinds of cancers different kidney disease liver disease uh, meningitis and influenza so do you know yeah, other? yeah I know also uh, I read a fact about the tuberculosis really so many cases about that it can be mm -hmm. caused by HIV tuberculosis yeah and now I think we can go our next top uh, which is TPTT which stands for transmission prevention testing and treatment let's talk about first T so Anna what do you think what are the ways that HIV can or cannot be transmitted so in general most people acquire the disease through unprotected sexual intercourse in which the disease is transmitted by blood semen vaginal and rectal fluids yeah so but also this disease can be transmitted via breast milk also can be transmitted from the mother to child which is like during the pregnancy also during the labors or delivery you know it's not about the breastfeeding it's about all the things together mm -hmm, yeah i agree <laughs> totally agree <laughs> yeah and also i had a question which type of sex you think is has a highest risk to get hiv so I think that it's all about anal sex. Yeah, that's true. Anal sex has the highest risk of getting uh, HIV. Uh, and by the way, I forgot to mention one of the main reasons is that HIV can be acquired by sharing needles during the drug injections. So it's one of the most crucial reasons because there are, there are lots of drug takers addicts addicts in our world yeah yeah that's true by the way we already mentioned all the sexual problems or the drug addiction problems or mother to child what's about the blood transfusion do you know about this something uh actually in my opinion i think that uh during blood transfusion you also can get hiv because it's also about needles which we use so maybe if one of the patients are yeah that's true at the beginning of the aids ep epidemic some people become a person with hiv diagnosis from receiving a blood transfusion but since 1985 there is no longer risk of getting HIV when you're receiving a transfusion because already whole the world before receiving a transfusion they check in do you have HIV or not but the before because they don't know what is HIV they don't know how to check so people got HIV because of blood transfusion but now we don't have this problem I didn't know that so I'm glad that now I'm more acquainted with this problem and with this topic and now you know it's so important to talk about the ways that virus like uh, HIV can't be transmitted 
Yeah, I agree with you. I absolutely agree with you because nowadays many people with HIV are treated as outlaws of this world and we need to share reasons and we need to spread the idea that HIV can't be transmitted by many factors such as kissing, air of water, skin-to-skin contact, hugging, shaking hands, uh, with mosquitoes bites and with saliva, yeah. tears, sweat and so on. That's true. Now, nowadays we have such a huge social problem that when people saw a scene like HIV positive person, they really try to avoid. This is really huge problem because I think the people really not that much educated and they don't know that like sharing the same swimming pool, it's really safe. Yeah, I, I totally relate because uh, before I uh, made a research about this topic, I also thought that it's very easy to get this disease. We are different um, cooking utensils, we are uh, kisses and maybe uh, shaking hands or sweat. But now I understand that uh, these people are normal and we are the same, almost the same. So there's yeah. no, nothing to be afraid of. Yeah, I feel such an honor our shoulders can that we're going to upload this uh, podcast in some platform and the young people can hear this and they can get edu- more educated. That's great. Yeah. Okay, so there were all the ways that HIV can be transmitted or cannot. But I think now when we have to talk about prevention it's all about how to avoid getting and avoid passing hiv sure everything here is really quite simple anna but let's not to be lazy and let's have short talk about all the ways of prevention so as i have already said one of the common reasons is unprotected sexual intercourse so in order to avoid hiv we should we must use condoms and be careful about needles not not even during taking drugs uh, but also at hospitals so maybe uh, hospital workers should be very attentive to hygiene hospital hygiene because otherwise the patients can be a danger and there is opportunity to get at HIV. So yeah, that's true about needles. And I also wanted to add that, you know, in in America, in USA, there is some organizations that, for example, if I'm drug addicted and I'm using my needle to, you know, inject some drugs and I go, I can go to to that organization to exchange my old needle to the new needle. This is That's such great. a yeah. This is such an interesting thing. Can can you imagine? Like because really government cares about this pandemic virus, they really wants to avoid passing spreading virus. So even you are drug addicted, you can try to help our social. Yeah, that's a great idea. I wish our country had such organizations. 
for our listeners, I'm reminding you that we are a LinkMind company and we are located in Russian Federation. True. And what's about PrEP, Anna? Do you know any information about that magic, I can call it magic pill, you know? Do you mean pre-exposure prophylaxis? Yes, that's correct. For our listeners, I want to make it clear. So PrEP is pre-exposure prophylaxis. So it's really a magic pill. So if you take it once a day, you can't be infected. So if your partner has HIV, so it will be a great chance for you not to be infected and also have like sexual relationship even without condoms. Yeah, yeah so it's that's really true. a magic pill. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's uh, reduced the risk of HIV by 92 to 99 percent. Yes, yes. It's almost 100. It's magic. It's really great because maybe 50 years ago, people couldn't imagine that there will be such a magic pill which allow you to have relationship with your beloved person. Yeah, that's true, Anna. Now let's move to our T-testing. Why is HIV testing is that much important and how often should person be tested? Um, so, of course, it's very important because uh, you not only put your life and your health at risk, you also put your beloved people life and health at risk. So, uh, it's a crucial moment to have a test. What about uh, how often do, should you take tests? I think it depends on your sexual life because if you have uh, unprotected sexual intercourses, of course you should have a test after every unprotected sexual intercourse. So it depends on your But life. let me tell you, you know, even with condoms, its protection is 99%. It never will 100% will be. Yeah, of course. So maybe you should um, take a test uh, every three or four months because this disease have a pretty long incubation period. And that's why after a week or two weeks, you can't get to know about your that you are infected. So it's up to you. It's up to you to worry about your health and yeah. Yeah, and I want to say it's really common uh, disease in LGBTQ community. So I want to say all our listeners that if you are in LGBT community, so you should be tested every three months. But also in whole the world, people should test it in every six months. But if you have stable partner in sex, so maybe you both should test it every one one year. Yeah, and I also wanted to add that in every city there is there is HIV hospital that you can you can check your blood for free. That's great, I think. And talking about partners, I think that even if you have a partner, lifelong partner, I still advise you to have a test. I think it's not only about your Uh, sexual life and about your partners but uh, having tests and by the way I think it's not all about our sexual life and our partners it's also about other factors in which we can 
be infected. So we all go to hospitals and we all check our blood and that's why maybe so we can't be 100% sure that nurses are very reliable and responsible for their work. Maybe they didn't um, have uh, like perfect hygiene in the hospitals. That's why we can be infected. So I think it will be very useful for you because it's your health. And as for me, I always want to be sure that I'm okay and all my relatives and friends are okay. And that's why I advise everyone to yeah that's true anna and also as sooner as you know that you have hiv as soon as you can take some treatment and you can be really really you can feel good and you will never have aids and some consequences talking what about treatment what is the treatment of hiv uh, well as far as i know there are more than 25 therapy medications approved so they work to prevent HIV from reproducing and destroying CD4 cells, uh, which help the immune system fight the infection. Also, the pills have either no side effects or manageable side effects. But you should understand that taking the medications you need consistently is the most important key to staying healthy and feeling good. Once a person begins to feel well, that doesn't mean that they should stop taking the medicine, you know? Yeah, the, I absolutely agree because the most crucial point is take them every day. Despite you think that you're okay, you still need to take them. By the way, one of the most important things is that uh, modern therapies and medications help to reduce the level of HIV cells almost to zero percent so this person can be considered as a normal and uh, it can if the girl is infected with HIV but she takes the pill every day so the chance that she will give a birth to a healthy child is almost 100 percent so it's about like 99 don't five mm -hmm. yeah that's true it's it's crazy right it's really crazy and also you know uh the scientists said that the end of 2020 we will control all the spread of hiv so i can say that end of 2020 the pandemic or hiv will finish i hope that they're right because otherwise millions of people will be healthy again they will have fulfilled life without any discriminations and uh, scorn looks from other people around them yeah about the discrimination is really hard topic because there is so many cases that for example if parents got hiv and kid is quite really really healthy when kindergarten like uh, teachers or kindergarten kids parents they knew that for example the kids parents got HIV they're really strange also you know dentist for example if you go to solve some problems with your teeth there is so many problems if you tell dentist that you have HIV the dentist may not accept you as a you know as a client this is horrible I'm sure. I'm sure. Yeah, I'm sure. I read so many articles about that. 
this is crazy and before of course before when i was 16 i didn't know about hiv it's nothing what i knew nothing it's because of we did, the school didn't educate me well this is all about education if 16 i knew that someone has hiv i will never talk with that person and it's quite normal i can understand now person because i didn't know about that i didn't know that the hiv never will spread like with shaking hands now i'm adult and i can know that that's not true yeah so everything so everything is because of lack of knowledge and that's why we must spread this information among different sources so the more people know about hiv the more people will have a normal life as we already said without discrimination and i think the life quality will be higher because yeah that's true can be escaped and yeah and and now and i want you to make conclusion for our listeners what you can tell to our listeners some advices maybe okay in conclusion i just want to say that our life is a gift and so take it seriously it's not a draft that's why you must be precautious and take a good care of your health and also not just your health but don't put your life and lives of your dearest nearest and dearest in danger so that's why you should have a test every three four months um that's why you can be sure that everything is okay with your health and uh, your relatives your friends and you are are safe and of course please uh, don't forget that people who have hiv they're the same they are equal to us and uh, they want to they also want to have a normal life so please don't discriminate them because of their disease uh they're very you need to understand that they are already very vulnerable and uh, they are feel like they are outlaws and if you discriminate them it will aggravate the condition their conditions yeah that's true and you don't have the reason to discrimination you will never discriminate someone who has cancer right so why yeah. you are discriminating yeah, someone who has hiv if he, the person is open and he's saying that i have hiv and i have a treatment so that means that he's 100% safe for you even if you have sex without condoms it's safe it could be safe so please yeah, yeah. i absolutely agree with you because before judging before discriminating please at first just open website a website and read the information about hiv and you will know that there is nothing serious nothing dangerous about it okay anna i feel so thankful to you because we had such a really hard and really important topic for our young listeners to our colleagues because i'm sure that someone don't know so many information about hiv or aids but i think we talked about all information that we could talk in a, such a short time yes yeah, so i hope that our listeners got to know some useful information because maybe they're also thought that it's very dangerous to 
talk to touch a person with HIV and now they're more acquainted with this problem and with this disease. Yeah, that's true. And we'll be more tolerant to yeah, such people. Tolerant mm-hmm. and it's such a good thing. Okay, Anna, I think after this hard and tough topic, we should do some really funny and maybe interesting. What's about quick fire questions? Yeah, I would love it. <laughs> yeah, so so just imagine that you don't have time. There is fire and you need to answer my question as quick as you can. Okay? Mm-hmm. I'll try. Okay. Okay, so let's start. What's your favorite word? Love. What's your favorite sound? Uh, sound. <laughs> <laughs> What profession other than your own would you like to attempt? Actor. <laughs> If you could ask God one question, what would it be? Do we have a love live after death? <laughs> scale of one to ten how good are you at keeping secrets nine <laughs> <laughs> what are you not good at at singing and at painting at drawing at dancing <laughs> so many things anna what's yeah. the most boring thing ever waiting on a scale one to ten how weird are you one Wow! <laughs> Would you go to a movie alone? Yes. Say something cool. Link mind is great. <laughs> I love Link mind. Room, desk and car. Which do you clean first? Desk. On a scale one to ten, how do you enjoy our topic? Uh, ten. And now please, imagine that I'm doctor and I'm saying that you have AIDS. I'm shocked. Okay, dear listeners, so it was our podcast about HIV and our first podcast. Please don't judge us so strictly because it was such a first time for us and we hope that you like our podcast. I adore it and yeah, please don't judge us. We try we did our best. Yeah, have a good evening. Bye. Bye-bye.